If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. These are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Thank you so much. My name is Chase. This is Chase Talks Hip Hop, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. This is just a quick introduction before we get into the show. I want to say, first and foremost, thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to drop a review, preferably a five-star one. It would be very nice on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to Chase Talks Hip Hop Clips as well as my Chase Talks Hip Hop YouTube channel. I got some music dropping this week. Please, please, please. Sophisticated Corruption. Go buy it. Go check it out. Uh, Just listen to it if you want to. I, I honestly don't care. I just want you to get your ears wrapped around it. Anyway, guys, this podcast will be about the legendary big pun. Let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And today I am going to be doing the Legacy slash Legends of Big Pun. Um, this is a little series I do where I, I like to take take some time and tip my hat off. There's some amazing artistry. And um, basically a big reason I wanted to do this is because it's been a minute since I think I've done one. It's been a little bit of a minute. And I'm going to be going in depth on this one. This one's going to be at least an hour, so buckle up, get a drink, you know, relax. I'm uh, I'm getting back to doing longer form since I've been noticing a lot of stuff I've been releasing lately is short form since I haven't had guests on. But, um, yeah, I have a lot going on, but I'm, uh, I'm happy with the results and stuff. I'm happy to, to be active and, and working on great content and... You know, with this series, I really find it important because I think certain artists do deserve their flowers for what they do. And Big Pun, to me, is um, definitely one of uh, one of the best MCs to ever really touch a microphone, in my opinion. Um, if you listen to Capital Punishment, I think Capital Punishment is such a classic project. Uh, such a such a, at points, I feel it's overlooked by a lot of people in the hip hop community. And it has so many good songs and it covers such a wide spectrum of hip hop from that era and even now. So it goes to show how talented Big Pun is. And I really want to unravel everything. I want to unravel his discography, um, his hits, his hit records, his underground cuts. I really want to go in depth on this because I really believe that Big Pun was somebody who made a vital impact even though he wasn't here for that long i think that there are a lot of artists like that and it does break my heart like knowing like you know how he passed on and everything it's very sad and the whole legacy that he has is also being continued by his son um chris rivers who is really a great mc really fucking talented dude as i've seen him freestyle on sway in the morning um, Hot Nine Seven. I've I've seen his mute. I've seen his music videos. Really, just incredible, talented artist. So, if you're interested in listening to his son, you can go check that out. Um, Chris Rivers, really fucking talented guy. 
Um, so I'm going to go check out his biography page, and I want to break down some of the basic information about Big Pun, just the gen- the overall generalizations, uh, the whole overall outline of his life, and then we can get into some of the nitty-gritty details and maybe the second part of this podcast. So let's get into it. Big Pun's first album, Capital Punishment, hit number one on the hip-hop R&B charts, and he became the first Latino rapper to go platinum. Pun was proud of his Puerto Rican heritage and became an icon within, within this community. Weighing nearly 700 pounds, he died of a heart, of heart failure in February 2000. Jeez, 700 pounds, my God. Jesus, rest in peace. Rapper Big Pun was born Christopher Rios on November 10th, 1971 in the Bronx, New York. In his all-too-short career, Big Pun became a breakthrough Latino artist in the world of hip-hop music. While he did well in school and participated in athletics in his early years, he left home at the age of 15 because of his difficult family life and eventually dropped out of high school. Taking over his own education, Big Pun was an avid reader. He also became interested in breakdancing and rapping. It was a difficult time for him as he was sometimes homeless and within a few years big pun had the added pressure of being a young father when he had his junior when he and his junior high school girlfriend liza had their first child together they married in 1990 and had two more children he reportedly responded to the life stresses by eating more and became overweight performing as big moondog he formed the rap group full 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 eclipse crew Big Pun stood out from the rest of the group with its complex rhymes and the ability to rap for a long time without taking a breath. Big Pun caught his first big break when he met successful rapper-producer Fat Joe in 1995. Recognizing Big Pun's talent, Fat Joe asked him to appear on his song Watch Out. The two oversized talents formed a strong friendship and working relationship inspired by a comic book character he took the new he took the name big punisher and joined the terror squad a group of latino rappers associated with fat joe fat joe even helped negotiate big pun's contract with loud records success and struggles capital punishment in 1997 big pun had his first hit i'm not a player and it quickly rose up the rap charts Peaking at number three, his first album, Capital Punishment, amazing classic, followed suit. Making it to the top spot on the R&B hip-hop album charts, it features cameos by such established rappers as Wyclef Jean of the Fugees and Busta Rhymes. The album eventually sold more than two million copies, making him the first Latino rapper to go platinum. In a short time, Big Pun developed a substantial fan base and became a hero in the Puerto Rican community. He was proud of his heritage and often mentioned it in his lyrics and even draped himself in the Puerto Rican flag at times. Wow, that's really amazing. The album sold more than 2 million copies. Weighing around 400 pounds at the time of the album's release, Big Pun grew heavier as he became more successful. At the urging of his friend Fat Joe, he tried to lose weight, even attending the Duke University diet program in North Carolina in 1999. Big Pun did lose weight, but not for long. He regained the 80 pounds he lost and steadily added more. Just getting around and handling day-to-day matters became a challenge because of his size, but Big Pun still managed to wow audiences when he performed live. He was also in demand for his amazing skills, making a cameo appearance on Jennifer Lopez feeling so good with Fat Joe. In fact, Big Pun was supposed to appear on Saturday Night Live with Lopez and Fat Joe to perform the song on February 5th, 2000, but he canceled because he was not feeling well. Jesus, 
It's really sad. Around this time, Big Pun, his wife, and children were staying at a hotel in White Plains, New York. This is about his death. Uh, they were there because their Bronx home was being worked on. On February 7th, he experienced difficulty breathing and collapsed in his hotel room. His wife called 911, but emergency medical workers were not able to revive him. Only 28 years old at the time, Big Pun died of heart failure, weighing nearly 700 pounds. The hip-hop and Latino communities mourned the passing of one of its stars. Thousands of fans attended his wake in the Bronx a few days after his death. To honor him, a local sign painting company, TATS Crew, painted a large mural about him on a building in his neighborhood. Famous friends also expressed their grief over his death. He was a source of pride for the Latin community, a great artist and a great person. I lost a brother, Fat Joe said to the New York Times. Two months after his death, Big Pun's second album, Yeah Baby, was released. The record filled with his trademark tongue-twisting lyrics and Latin cultural references received warm reviews and quickly rose and quickly rose to number three on the album. Sorry, on the album charts and reached top of the R&B hip-hop album charts. The next year, a compilation of his work, Endangered Species, also performed well, serving as a final send-off for the larger-than-life rapper. That's really sad. Um, then I, I just want to say, rest in peace to Big Pun, and uh, condolences and blessings to his family, even though this is um, something that is um, has been... In, sitting within the hip-hop community for a minute um it's very sad just to to know how great and talented this man was and his just just his rhyme skills alone like for instance if if we're gonna break into the nitty-gritty details we need to talk about capital punishment in the intro song beware because the lyrics i think are some of his like it's some of his best writing i personally think I really love this song, and it damn near might be my favorite song off the album. Beware. No, that's Big Sean. <laughs> Big Sean has a song called Beware with you and AIE going low way. That's a good record. People were pretty hard. I, I know this is going to seem like a tangent, but people were pretty hard on um, Big Sean throughout his career, and I think I might talk about that at some point. You know, because Big Sean is, um, in my opinion, I think he's really talented. I think maybe there might have been certain things uh, involving the industry, trying to cultivate more mainstream sound that could have put him back. But I do think that overall, like, the public can be really hard on rappers and shit at points for nothing. Um, So the song is just super hard, and... I love how he starts it. Yo, what you thought, punch shit was weak, now you can't sleep. Gotta keep your eyes open wide and hide your face from the streets. I'm like the beast with the war and far from a lawman. Give you fair warning, now you now you on the stairs falling. I'm calling out any rapper that I doubt. Smack him in the mouth, throw him in the yoke, boom, then I knock him out. No doubt, Freddy Fox files, 20 shot auto glock blow. Benny Blunt, Portal Rock style with the twist of black and I'm proud. Twist your cap and I'm out. Sleep with the fish dips for yapping too loud. What's happening now? 
people was hard as hell, but they gargamels. Picking on the smallest victim, give them hard to kill. My squad is real and it holds it down. The hardest regardless, besides of the lot. Besides of the largest, we polish the floor with the rise, hardcore artists, flawless victory. Your people can't do shit to me. Physically, lyrically, hypothetically, realistically, I'm the epitome of catching wreck. Catch you when you cash your check. Smash you, smash you when you pass, then jack you for your fucking legs. So like the it just if I took that that multi that multi-syllable rhyme scheme and I highlighted each syllable and how it matched up, you guys would be highly impressed. I mean, if I just go to this line where, um, like, no doubt, Freddie Fox files, 20-shot, auto Glock blow, Benny Blount, portal rock style with the twist of black, and I'm proud, twist your cap and I'm out, sleep with the fish dips for yapping too loud, what's happening now? Picking on the smallest of victims, give them heart to kill, my squad is real and holds it down, the hardest regardless besides the largest, we polish the floor with the raws, hardcore artists, flawless victory, your people can't do shit to me, physically, lyrically, hypothetically, realistically, I'm the epitome of catching wreck, catch you when you cash your check. Smash you when you and I I don't want to overdo it too much, but um yeah, this is just the genius of big pun at work and the the thing is too like like we gotta definitely address like how he passed on. Um yeah, this is a, a big this is a big lesson, you know, it's very sad like he passed away because of um complications with his health and like this is also um a lesson too about any person artist um you got you got to take care of yourself you got to take care of your body and the kind of pressures and stresses that drove him to eight like that fed into um the pain he was going through it's it's very um it's very sad you know it's very it's very tragic and you know like when you talk about the legacy of big pun you know you, you have to kind of talk about this because it's really glaring and it's just a a factor of um it's just it's it's mainly a factor of you don't want that person to leave you, you you know that this person has a lot to offer life offer the world and you know it, it seems like they were taken away by something that that didn't need to didn't need to happen i think maybe that's one of the worst things you know and, and in the case of big pun if we're just getting into some of these details, like he really didn't, I I feel like he got a chance, but I think he really could have been a great, um, long lasting mainstay in the hip hop community if he hadn't passed on. And um, it's very sad. It's very, very sad knowing like that this guy was just such a tremendous talent and his life was cut short due to health reasons. Um, It's very fucked up. You know, it's very fucked up. And when I think about the genius of what this guy could do, I mean, I just wrapped that that multi-syllable rhyme scheme. Like, I'm telling you from experience, like, that kind of shit is really amazing. Like, that is just, like, some crazy... Like, y'all gotta... You have to respect, like, the lyrical gymnastics of what he just did. And even though what I kind of said was corny, lyrical gymnastics, but... He fucking murdered these verses, like, even in the second verse. 
Hey, yo, I warned you. Now all people could do do is mourn you. I'm born to kill and still thrilled to put it on you. There's no regrets. Remorse only results in loneliness. Only the strong survive and strive through life as warriors. All of us die. Some of us kill, even massacre who want to try. Punisher will, will if you ask for it. I'm hazardous for your health. And hell's your next stop. For real, I'm my shit's cocked. The world has just stopped. I'm not the one you should be underestimating. Come test your fate. I guarantee I'll be under investigation. You can't handle the whole I'll slam you on your skull. Or we can go blow for blow like a Vander and Bo. Oh, I really like that. You can't handle the whole I'll slam you on your skull. We can go blow for blow like a Vander and Bo. So I'm trying to count these syllables. Handle the whole whole I'll slam you on your skull. Whole skull. Blow bow no though yeah like like this is really interesting like you you getting to break down the syllables and how big punk crafted this when all my rivals have chance to dance with mr homicidal hand on the bible i swear to defend my crown i've been around since forever and never let it touch the ground don't fuck around and catch a rude awakening. My crew's basically waiting patiently for you to move your patrons in. Then we'll surround you, form desert storm and pound you. Look around you, terror squads everywhere like sound view. The boogie down, do it like nobody. Who are we? The foundation, you're facing a whole army. Boom. Boom. And there's that prodigy sample from Shook Ones Part 1. I gave you fair warning. Beware, beware. Jesus. It's a fucking amazing song. So one thing that I have found was a bit of a dispute between Big Pun's wife, Liza Rios, and Fat Joe. And I was able to pull up an article by Preezy Brown on Vibe Magazine. This came out September 10th, 2021. So this is fairly recent. So let me get into this a little bit. The relationship between Fat Joe and the late rap icon Big Pun's wife, Liza Rios, has been strained for nearly 20 years, as the two became at odds concerning Pun's business dealings with Joe. While tempers have simmered over the years, the pair recently got into a spat on Instagram over an outlet, over an outlet posted a clip of the all-the-way-up rapper and drink champs host Nori, claiming they have seen Pun's actual contract with Joe. According to Nori, the contract Pun signed was standard for new artists at the time, thus vindicating Joe against Rio's allegations that the Terror Squad founder robbed his friend and artist of royalties. Rio's, who did not take kindly to Nori's assertion, hopped in the comment section of the post to speak her piece. By the way, I do love Drink Champs. I really love that show. And it's also a great... I love how they recap the Versus episodes. And I, I got to be better about that for me. Um, I'm, I want to start recapping Versus more. Because I really did like Dipset versus fucking Dipset versus fucking The Locks and uh, Fat Joe. What am I missing? Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. Bow Wow versus Soldier. It's all been really interesting. But let me get back to this. Joe wants me to apologize to him for going after what right, what rightfully what is rightfully my family's asked Rios. He's responsible for over 2.3 million in royalties that was never paid to pun. It's all in the court papers, all public info. Wow. 
Bun's wife also addressed Nori directly, adding, At the real Noriega, I promise if you passed away and whoever you signed to takes all the money that was rightfully yours and leaves your wife and kids with nothing and homeless, you don't think your wife is going to fight for what is yours and your kids? Ask her. Please, I've seen your wife and she don't play that. Stop it. Pun is looking at you crazy. In response... Joe also jumped into the comments to refute Rio's claims while pointing out that she previously disparaged Pun in the 2002 documentary Big Pun, Still Not a Player. I am Liza Rios. Tell him about the money I got you when he died. You spent it and then put it out and then put out that documentary. You want holding what you want holding Pun down. That doc just say the truth. I've always been 100 with Pun, and nobody knows that. It's kind of. I don't know about that post. The Bronx native also denied Rio's claims of withholding 2.3 in royalties to Pun and his family, claiming to have been cleared out of any financial misappropriation in court. I, I am Liza Rios. I never lost that case. I never owed you a cent. He is still uh, unrecouped. You, you was he, he sent. That's too much. I, I am Liza Rios. I never lost that case. I never owed you a cent. He is still unrecouped. You were sitting there when the judge asked you why I'm here. I owed nothing. Just say the truth. That's all. Damn. Fat Joe's issues with relatives and friends of the capital punishment rapper reignited over the past year as Joe was conspicuously absent from the ceremony to celebrate Pun having a street in the Bronx renamed in his honor this past March. Congratulations. It's really cool. He also recently got into a war of, war, war of words with former terror squad member Cuban Link. He accused Joe of being an informant in a murder investigation. However, Joe was ultimately cleared of the allegation with Cuban Link issuing a public apology for the mishap. That's really interesting. Duh. Cuban Link is getting involved. Yeah, so we have a lot of cooks in the kitchen right now. But, um... Okay, so we have a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And if everything, like, let's say what Liza Rios is saying is true. Like, we have to take this shit into account if it is true. Because, let's be fair, we already know how this industry is. We already know it's very much, what can you do for me? Um, What have you done for me lately kind of industry? And even if it's a standard contract for somebody... It makes me think if they gave Pun a standard contract, um, what what was really in it? What what were some of the stipulations? What, were there certain things like that might have held him back? Um, was it all fair completely? I don't think we'll ever know. And this is what I mean. Like, so much of this shit can be uh, considered hearsay in hip hop, but um, it it does um bother me you know it does bother me when um an artist you know his family isn't taken care of and that that does suck but um i'm really looking at this and it's kind of a split feeling because if liza is right then she is right yes she is and uh i think pun pun's family deserves that money for sure but if not i mean the legality it really it seems cut and dry but um there is a lot to this shit. I feel like that there is something more deep-seated because Fat Joe knew Big Pun so well. Maybe there was more more in the works. But I'm not the person to fully speculate on that, so I'll, I'll just leave it alone. But um, 
big pun again like this this does feed into like how big he was like as far as like his records and everything he did like it is pretty pretty crazy and again i want to also get we'll talk about chris rivers in a little bit because he is big pun son and i feel like it would be ridiculous for me to do this podcast and not bring him up because he is very talented he is very very talented and you know it's it's just sad um knowing like like the history of like i, I would know I, it's sad they lost his father you know and um to have that pressure too i could only imagine like you know your dad is big pun you better be really good at rapping and he doesn't disappoint he's really fucking amazing and again like when it comes to chris rivers he's dropped a bunch of projects yeah he recently dropped gitu in 2019 delorean in 2017 he's been active since 2013 so chris rivers is staying busy and i got nothing but respect for him and i think few records that you have you have fear of my crown shine old thing back this guy is really working so you know he also oh apparently got engaged in june very nice good for him it's crazy like um these hip-hop publications are really on the ball they can really be on the ball but um no that's really awesome that chris rivers uh no chris rivers is carrying on the torch a little bit in a way and uh just making amazing music and when it comes to this industry and the death of big pun I do think that this shit is very fucking sad. It it does suck, you know, knowing, like, how much of a tremendous talent that this person was and, and that we might not have seen him really, like, meet his full, full potential. And that's the case for a lot of artists who die early, like, from the, you know, not even just Pun. We also got Big E, Pac, Big L, like, you know, the list goes on and on. And it's heartbreaking. It really is heartbreaking because we don't want this shit to happen to people close to us you know let alone especially not artists that we like and respect so how do we remedy this situation do we need better therapy do we need better xyz in the industry or is that is this just something that comes down to individual uh choice individual freedoms can we just not control everything and and like you know yeah it, it definitely it makes you it really makes you think it makes you wonder and it puts you in a mindset that, I don't know, it, it might just put you in a mindset where, you know, you just question shit a lot. Just to be fair, you question a whole lot of shit. I mean, e- even if, like, the deal is completely fair, I could see why Liza Rios is upset. Because if Fat Joe, in a way, is, is propping up his relationship with Pun, like, it's more friendship than business, I could definitely see the reasoning. You be sorry. Getting a little bit of getting a little bit of energy in the morning. Take a little bit of a smoke. This is what this podcast is about. This is a chill. This is, this is a hang. This is a barbershop conversation. Like you know, I'm not. We don't need to take this too seriously. You know, we're just having a good time here. And um, but I mean, that's that's really like my philosophy behind this situation. I just want everything to be ethical in every way. You know, just for uh, for all parties involved. But um, it is sad if the, if what she is saying is true about becoming homeless 
after um the loss of big pun that's very heartbreaking and everything and i genuinely uh you know i I wish the best you know for liza rios joe everybody in this situation and yeah big pun just to touch on his career his skill set this man is a complete and total fucking legend one of the greatest rappers to ever do it his multi-syllabic rhyme schemes are fucking incredible I suggest you listen to Capital Punishment immediately if you respect hip-hop as a whole. And that's that's where I'm really at with it. Um, as far as the legal stuff, that's kind of hearsay to me at this point. I don't know if I should like really speak on all that because I'm not there. But um, Big Pun is, is a legend, and I wholeheartedly respect his legacy, and you should too. You should definitely go support him, check out his website, Go listen to his albums religiously. And yeah, just much, much respect to him and his family. Condolences. And I'm thankful for all of the listeners who decided to listen to this and not shut me off. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you all. You know the bullshit speech. Leave a review, yada, yada. Do all that. But uh, mainly I want you guys to have a good day and enjoy life. Thank you all so much for listening to Chase Talks Hip Hop. Take care.